Are you ready to talk Padres baseball? We've got you covered. Tonight, it's baseball night in San Diego as the Padres get ready to play their third of four against the Nationals. And in studio, we've got Mike Janella raring to go. Let me get at him. Don't stop me. Let me get out there, maybe. Alongside Mike, we've got Bill Center, who started his career in baseball well before they were doing hour-long television programs before every game. Color film hadn't been, you know, they weren't making color <laughs> pictures yet. Yes. Rounding out the crew, it's Jesse Agler, here to talk some baseball and mess with Bill. We messed with you a little bit yeah. the last couple weeks. We had you going on something, and I'm got sorry. The, got the old man, you know, the blood pressure up. I even went to see my doctor saying, you know, uh, I got this thing going on. Uh, we're very sorry. Now, coming to you from the AMR studio inside the Western Metal Supply Company building, it's Padre Social Hour with your hosts, Mike Janella, Bill Center, and Jesse Agler. Happy Saturday, happy baseball night in San Diego, and welcome to Padre Social Hour. A nice little crowd here for us in the AMR studio. You're welcome. Yes, all oh, here to oh, see the one and only yeah, Jesse right. Agler. Let's hear it for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you for gracing yeah, us with your you presence, much, Jesse. Yeah, 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 yeah. A sure. uh, little bit of rain, actually. Just some drops earlier. Drops. Now it's clearing out. Don't yeah. scare people away. As soon, <laughs> as soon as Jesse showed up, the skies opened. That, now he sounds like a San Diegan. Two drops is rain. I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's true. I, I've, I've gotten soft moving out here <laughs> right. very quickly. Uh, welcome in. It's a 7-10 first pitch tonight as the Padres and Nationals get set for the third game of their four-game set. And with Jesse and Bill, I'm Mike. Thanks for tagging along. We've got a fun show today. It's going to be good. Saturday night under the lights. Always a good time. Uh, Will Myers has been getting a little bit of press this week. We caught up with him earlier today. He took some time after BP. He swung by, so we chatted with Will. So make sure to stick around to uh, hear that. We're also going to have a little bit of talk about who's the face of baseball today in this day and age. And Jesse, you'll have the chance to do something today, potentially, that hasn't been done on the show in two months. Really? Yes. Oh. So stay tuned for that. Yeah, that's a, that's a tease if I've ever heard one. Does this uh, involve nudity or? I hope not. That wasn't <laughs> in my plan. I don't know. I don't know why that's on I Bill's mean, mind. But you've hey. been on the show for three years now. I think you know. <laughs> that's not part of the contract. That's not, not part of the something clause. we do. Uh, if that's something you want to see, let us know. Hashtag Padres SH. You can also jump on the conversation happening live at Padres.com slash social hour. All right, let's get to the game uh, last night. to start things off. A 7-5 defeat. There was a time about a month ago when this team would have begged for five runs, but now the pitching the last 30 days or so has just done a complete 180 from that staff that we saw during those halcyon days of the arms. I mean, this is, this is well, frustrating now. Most of that staff's not here anymore. Yeah, so. I mean, it's different guys. That's, right. That's what no pops cash, into my head. No shields, right. It's, it's a completely different pitching staff. At the same time, though, Drew Pomeranz has not been what he was. Right. Christian Friedrich last night, not shelled, but did run into a lot of mistakes, and he had those four starts coming into last night that were very good. So some of these guys are coming back to earth a little bit. Is that permanent, or are these just little blips on the radar for these guys that are still around? Well, they, they, people are now adjusting to them, and they've got to adjust to uh, people. That's how it works. I, I think that Pomeranz is still... There's, there's a lot more to his game that uh, I still think there's more to cultivate. Uh, Friedrich knows what he's doing, but he, he walks a fine line. He really has to have his stuff working for him to uh, be successful. I think part of it, too, is who you're playing. And, right. and this Absolutely. Washington lineup last night, it's as good as there is you know, in baseball. And, and I'll put them 1A with the Cubs, however you want to do it. It just took two games from the Cubs right. before coming here. You know, right. top to bottom, 
You say, where's the soft spot? I mean, there we were talking no. about this on the radio last night, and, and you're maybe tempted to say, okay, Espinosa batting eighth. He's got like a 217 average, something like that. But the guy's hitting home runs, and, and there really isn't anybody you can just say, all right, if I get through this guy, I know it gets a little bit softer. And Friedrich was, I thought, good last night. And, and I know the final numbers and the runs allowed wouldn't be what you want out of your starting pitcher. But against that lineup, against that team, you know, the two-out thing is obviously frustrating. But look who did it to him. And, and, and that's a big part of it. I think too often we kind of forget who's on the other side, and, and that's a really, really good offensive team that Washington brings here. Something you brought up to Andy Green himself before today's game, Bill, was a bunch of the different things that can be the culprit maybe for the frustrations oh. lately. It's the two-out thing. It's two strikes and giving in to these hitters. Right. It's not having shutdown innings as well. After they score six times in this series, the Padres have scored, and the pitcher's given up runs Give it right back. In, the, in, in the next half inning. Of those three things or anything else, what's been most frustrating for you guys watching this pitching staff Oh, I think all three. I think they're all three problems. Bill gets frustrated easily, so <laughs> <Right>. go ahead. <laughs> right. So you no, throw no. three things in there together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Volcano Bill. Exactly. Mount you, get, you get two outs. You've got to get the third out if you're a ma- – you don't give up single, single, double home run if you're a major league pitcher. And you don't give them up as rapidly as they came last night because there was no – and two strikes, we saw the night before, three home runs on two strike pitches. You've got to throw some out of the zone. You might bury a curveball hoping to get a bad swing. Uh, and then, the, and then the, shut, the lack of shutdown innings, that's – I mean, if you're a player, that's just maddening. No, I, I think that's huge, and that's, that's kind of what Andy said when you brought it up to right. him. He goes, you lose all the good feeling, all the momentum. I know a lot of people don't like the word momentum in baseball, and I understand that. But put yourself in the dugout right. for a moment, right? You go out there, you score a run, you score two runs, whatever it is. You close the gap, you take a lead, you tie the game, whichever the situation. And then right away, it's gone, and they right. get the one back. They get the two back. Maybe they end up scoring three. Feeling in that dugout it's can't maddening. be good after right. that. It's maddening. And that's a real thing. And, you're on a, and, and if you're a position player that's just given you two runs in an inning, you're out in the field, and, and it ticks you off to see yeah. it go right away. And it's not I basketball agree. where you're scoring all the time. No. Baseball's a game where you work to get runs, right. and when you finally have some success come your way, yeah, it is more frustrating, right. I think, than in a sport where you're scoring all the time. But it, it goes back to what you were saying at the start, which is th- the frustrating thing about right now is they're swinging the bats collectively as well as they have at any point this season. Right. And it's not translating to wins. And, yep. and it's because the pitching hasn't been it. And, and look, the reality is the last couple of years, this has sort of been the situation for the Padres. When I say last couple of years, you can probably go back even more than that, Bill. But, you know, when the pitching is going, the bats aren't. When the bats are going, the pitching isn't. Sometimes they'll, they'll both be good. Sometimes they'll both be bad. But not enough of that time when they're both going well. No, there's very few. You're, you're absolutely right. There's, there's over the last five seasons that you've had these runs where the, you're absolutely right. You haven't put the whole game together. Yeah. Let's talk about some of the highlights, though, because obviously this team mired in a, in a season-long slump in terms of wins and losses, but uh, the offense has been clicking. John Jay back in the NL lead in doubles. Uh, Melvin Upton looking great on the bases. Uh, let's talk about John Jay. Bill, you were on the show yesterday, mm-hmm. and Bill's talking about Jesse. John Jay, this is a guy who actually wants to keep around for a while, even though he's a free agent at the end of this year. Okay. What are your thoughts on keeping Jay, maybe locking him up to a, a longer-term I would love to. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you love a guy at the top of the batting order who can get on base, a guy that is putting himself in scoring position because you're batting Will Myers second, right? So all these doubles for John Jay, 24 coming into today, more than anybody else in the National League. Will Myers, with what we've seen from him this year, a base hit, 
is giving right. you a run in the first inning. And we've seen that. Those first right. inning runs that were non-existent for the first however long this season. 14 to, in the first two months. Right. There you go. And how many in the last couple of weeks? I Six, mean, 16 in the last 16 games. There you go. Look uh, at stat guy Bill right here. Off the top. Those yeah. numbers might even be accurate. <laughs> you know, who knows? We don't fact check around here. We just take Bill's gravitas Whatever and he says. for it. Yeah, but, like, but that's it. That tells the story right there. And it goes back to the fact that these guys are hot and that you're getting your top J. Myers, Kemp, and then four, whether it's Solarte or Wallace tonight or Upton's been there a little bit, they're all going at the same time. So you're getting those early runs, you're getting those early leads, or you're coming back after giving up early runs, whatever it is. That's huge. And, and I love a guy like John Jay at the top of the batting order. Right. Look, it, it's always easier when it's somebody else's money. Um, but I, I think John Jay is a really, really solidifying force at the top of the batting order, and I think he's played a much better center field than a lot of people anticipated coming into the season. Not internally, uh, right. but I think externally. Look, I, I just remember talking to people around the Cardinals when that trade was made at the winter meetings, and they said, yeah, you got to put him in left. You got to put. He can't play center. You know, you got to put him in left. And and he is he's really really done a nice it's job in center field. It it's a spacious outfield here, but I think if I remember correctly, the outfield is bigger here, but center field is smaller than at Bush, I believe. So right. the misconception there is was a little bit misfounded, like you said. But I the thing I love not only is he a really solid player on the field, but I think moving forward because you are in this rebuilding mode now, John Jay gives you a really solid person in the clubhouse to, for young kids who are going to be coming into to actually emulate and to go to for help. And he is one of those guys that offers it and likes that role. Yeah, Bill loves the the veteran presence. He's right. been talking about that all week, that you can't, you can't quantify that. Huge. And people, a lot of the fans that want to see the full teardown and you know, selling for parts, they see John Jay, who's going to be a free agent after this year, as someone that could be an attractive chip to go somewhere else. But that does discount the fact of what he does bring outside the numbers, outside the stats that Bill's been harping on all week. Here's, here's the reality. We learned this lesson at the trade deadline last year with Upton and Kimbrell. A.J. Preller is not going to make the deal unless he likes what he's getting right. back. So it's really going to depend upon what he hears on the other end of the phone. And whether he's making the call or he's receiving the call is totally secondary as far as I'm concerned. It's what's being said on the other end of the phone that's going to matter. And if he doesn't think you know, he can get what he believes is fair value or more than fair value right. for a guy, I don't think he's going to move him. And you're right. He's a guy you should absolutely consider right. uh, you know, talking to about free agents. And the other thing, I, hear this, I heard this argument. I saw it on, on, online today that, oh, you've got to move all three outfielders because you've got three outfielders coming up that all d demand play. And it's like they're not all going to make it. I yeah. mean, let's be honest. That they're, I can't tell you which one's not, but they're not all going to make it. I want to keep a proven guy like Jay. Put him. I, I got two guys. I got Jay in, in center, and I've got uh, Will Myers, Myers at first. first guys place. that I am building around for the future. The, I mean, I understand the, fr the fans looking ahead that way. If it's not working now, then just you know, wipe the blackboard clean and start over. But you're right. There has to be some bridge and some transition from right. one you gotta have some group of guys to blocks. the other. Yeah, exactly. Um, we've got a, one tweet in here from uh, a name you know very well, Jesse. Uh, Jellyman tweeting in. Hey, the Jellyman. Yep. Says your sock game's a little weak tonight. Come on, man. No, sorry, Jellyman. You were too busy preparing for yeah. the show. Yeah. If this was if you know what it is? I, uh, I started to pack for the road trip. So a lot of the all socks. The, all the good stuff's ready for the road. That's it, man. They're going to be in Baltimore and Cincinnati. <laughs> I like it. All right. So, uh, so follow Jesse Sorry, on the road. Jelly Man. Yeah. Uh, we've got some other good tweets coming in here as well. We'll get to those when we come back in a second. And we'll also uh, get to some more chatting. Max Scherzer's on the mound tonight. We'll talk about him down the road. That Will Myers interview is on its way as well. So 
Don't go far. We'll be back, though, in just a second. But first, a reminder to celebrate Dad this Father's Day. That's tomorrow, by the way, in case you've forgotten, here at Petco Park. The Padres, in partnership with Sharp Mary Birch Hospital for Women and Newborns, will honor all dads tomorrow when the Padres wrap up with the Nationals at 140. Purchase a special Father's Day theme game package and get a pair of Padres-themed socks. Why haven't I gotten socks? That's the question, then, Jelly Man. <laughs> if I would have gotten the Father's Day socks, socks I could have worn them. them. Jesse's yeah. waiting for tomorrow. Get tickets at <laughs> Padres.com slash theme games. We're also going to check in on Beard Cam when we come back. It's been a week, guys. It's starting to itch. Come on back. This is Padres Social Hour. Before every game, get your Padres talk on with us. This is Padres Social Hour. At 7-10 tonight, Colin Ray has the unenviable task of going toe-to-toe with Max Scherzer but until then, here in the AMR studio, I have the, the enviable task of hanging out with you guys for the rest of the hour. I would like to go. If I'm Colin Ray, I, I find that enviable. I like that. Right. If I'm Colin Ray, I, I want the other guy on the mound to be a side. That is what winner. separates greatness from failure okay. at this level, right? Embracing that yeah. opportunity. I, you know, you, you love these age-old questions of is this really real or not? Or Do you think that the matchup is actually Colin Ray versus Max Scherzer? No, of course not. But when right. you're looking at the marquee, those are the names that you know MLB.com puts next to each other. But but right, but it really has nothing to do with the uh, competition, except in the the three times they may face each other, one bad and together pitching. But obviously, that's very right. inconsequential in the grand scheme. But, but it yeah. always looks like this is the matchup tonight. Right. Really, there's no matchup. It's semantics. Okay, they're leading their teams into into metaphorical battle on the field, Bill. Oh, metaphorical battle. <laughs> uh, oh, last geez. night uh, on the mound for the Nationals was Joe Ross, and uh, this tweet got a lot of traction after the game from A.J. Casavell, the MLB.com beat writer for the Padres. It was uh, Tyson and Joe's mom, Gene, wearing the split that jersey. Great. That's great. So cool. Uh, and on the back of A.J. the jersey. A.J. was really proud that he got that picture. It got like 80 oh, retweets. Right, I, I know. I thought too. it was. Yeah. Ooh, 80 retweets. Yeah. I, I, I know. For, for I Jesse, that's, you know, that's no, little. It's, but it's a nice that's, that's good right. traction, yeah. It's and on the back, it's got Ross across and it has each of their numbers uh half and half right given to her by her sister i think for last christmas so really one of the coolest things ever i mean we've talked about this a million times but you know whether it's like a father's son thing or two brothers it blows me away every time like the fact that you'd have two who are this good this successful like it's unreal like for most of us, for 99.9% of us out there, like playing in the big leagues is just a pipe dream, right? It's a thing when you're a little kid, you're in the backyard, you got the wiffle ball and the wiffle bat, and that is it, man. You don't even sniff it. And then for two brothers to both make it and to both be as good as they are, it's like I can't wrap my head around it. It really is awesome. They always tell you or you see the stats, one in X million will make it when you're right. from a 12-year-old yeah. little league to whatever. And, that's, yeah, like you said, two right. around one you know, Thanksgiving table. I and mean, yeah. then you see a family like the Boones. Ray's in the major league, then Bob's in yep. the major league, and then Brett and Aaron are in the major leagues. That's just yeah. mind-blowing. Multi-generational. It's awesome. Uh, again, tweets coming in here at hashtag PadresSH, and send us yours. Uh, send them our way. Uh, this one, this was uh, PadresFans19, who we had a little back and forth. We put one of his tweets up on a show earlier this year, and he said, hey, if I print this out, will you sign this for me if I come down to a game in person? And there he was. Said, yeah, of course. And uh, he just came down before the game. We met, and he just tweeted this out now. That moment when Mike Janela signed your tweet, you know it's a pretty good day. <laughs> pretty good day for me, too. That's the first autograph. 
crap I've given since I've been here. No one's wow. asked before, Dang. so that's a big Number moment wait, for me, wait. too. The, the, what a nice guy, too. The cop that was giving you the ticket was one of your signatures. I am an outstanding driver, Bill. There is a clean record when you look up my uh, name over at the DMV. Uh, <laughs> it reminded me, though, seeing that picture, that uh, I used to be clean-shaven. It's now one week. We've been checking in daily on my beard cam. I'm not shaving oh, until the Padres win on a Sunday. So let's go to it. So you're shaving tomorrow? Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. So uh, today, it's been, a, it's been a week. Today I woke up, and it was really, like, next level, like, itching and feeling disgusting. So I'm really <laughs> hoping for a win. It's been okay the last couple days. I was getting okay with it, but it's it's Now are you allowed now. to, like, clean up around the neck or anything? Or I don't think so. I think it's straight Norris, Quackenbush, That's Kashner awesome. here. Yeah, so yeah. we'll see. I actually I asked Will Myers. He's coming on. We have the taped interview in a little bit. I told him about this, and we'll see if he can do anything tomorrow. But okay. Uh, have you ever had facial hair in your life, Bill? Uh, no, no. There was a hesitation no, there. I, Surprise? No, no, no. I had, Hold a, on. I, had a, I had a very small mustache for a very short time. What years are we talking about, roughly? Uh, would have been 1979, about two or three So, months. I mean, you were, at, you were writing at the paper at that point. Yes, so there's there, a picture of it. I was going to say right. there might be a picture. Right. Actually, was it ever in next year byline? In the yes. Oh, Blooper's got to do a public record. Yeah. Homework assignment for Blooper is fine. Mustached Bill. But it was very small, and I hated it from the time that I started Bill Center. Why'd you grow it? Just to be stylish? No, I just... This is like the Raleigh Fingers era, kind of, you know, maybe you wanted to fit in. Would you describe it more than saying it's thin? I mean, that's a very loose assessment. No, actually, it was sort of, I just didn't like it. Describe it. Paint me a picture here. I had finished my reserve commitment in the service, and that was, I let my hair grow out, and I let my... How long was your hair? Uh, my hair was, I, it was a butch cut until, until I was out of the, my reserve commitment. I don't know what that means. Oh, it was like, <laughs> it was, it was flat. I mean, it no, was. No, no, but I'm saying but when, when you it got long, out, right. how long did it get? What was the well, longest your hair ever was? the longest it's ever been. Right now? Right. Oh, that's. So just this with a mustache. Right. <laughs> All right. Grew uh, out. You went crazy and <laughs> grew it out uh, to this length. I'm going to talk to Dennis There, the, there is a picture yes. out there. Now, what's really, now I can remember the year because what's really bad about right that now. picture is it was taken, I was wearing a leisure shoot. So oh, yeah. This gets better and better. Big lapels. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Big, yeah. big fat tie knot. Absolutely. Right. Powder oh, blue. I powder cannot blue. wait to see right. this. Powder blue. Some ruffles in the shirt. It was a powder blue leisure suit. This, this is, is perfect. I cannot wait. Until you do need a haircut, this. though. I do. Soldier. I really, I really. Yeah, do. no. I mean, you're looking. You look like some sort <laughs> yeah. of hippie. Well, that's what Monday's for. <laughs> uh, there you go. Yeah, I get a little off day, day. Right. haircut right. on Monday. Yeah. I like it. I dig it. All right, uh, let's get back uh, to <laughs> some baseball here. Uh, Bryce Harper. We had a chat yesterday, Bill. You were here, and uh, he had two more hits last night. And Jesse, I. Blooper and I were talking about this after the game. We were excited to have you on to see what Ooh. your vantage point would be on this. I'm always excited to have Jesse on. That's very yes. kind of you, Bill. Thank you. Mm, nah, I'll take him or leave him. But yeah. in this particular case, excited. I want to be no. here anyway. So. <laughs> 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 we were talking about, you know, if you had a number one, if you redrafted all of Major League Baseball, it's not an original conversation. Other sure. people have had it. Yeah. Who would your number trite. one pick be? Uh, a, little, a little Trout, maybe. Hey. Yeah, see. Uh, you know, you got guys like Trout, yeah. Harper, who's here. That's who inspired this. Kershaw, all these kind of guys. Would you in general, or in particular in this case, if you had the number one pick, who are you taking? Probably Trout. Probably okay. Trout, yeah. Um, I, I understand, you know, wanting to take the shutdown ace. and cur- Are we counting age? Age is part of this? Yes, you're getting these guys as they are. Yeah, then I, I'm taking Trout, and if I had the number two pick and somebody else took Trout, I'm probably taking Harper. Um, you know, I think we were talking about building around a team earlier. I, I want that guy in my lineup. You know, whether it's three, four, whatever, um, you know, that, that's what I'm doing personally, yeah. That's what we were doing too, but 
Bill here and Randy were the opposite. They right. say Kershaw or whoever the pitcher I is. I start with pitching. Yeah. I, I'm with you, and so is Blooper. We uh, go I, with the bat. Oh, I, there, there's, there's a – In this era of baseball, yeah. there are so many strikeouts. There are, are – are, look, Kershaw's on, an, on a level of his own right now. Right. I, I don't want to sound like I'm denigrating the guy. No, you're not. He's, he's winning the Cy Young this year unless something crazy happens. And, like, I have such confidence saying that on June, whatever it is, because he's been so much better than everybody else. Arietta's obviously been awesome with the Cubs. He won it last year. Uh, but I, – I, I got to go with the guy I can plug into my lineup who's going to play every single day. Um, I, I also think it's more difficult for pitchers to go year to year. Look at Granky last year. Look at Granky this year. Look at Granky the last time he had an unbelievable season. Look at Granky the next year after that. Well, he's um, ten and three right now. Yeah, but he's not the same guy. No, it, uh, okay, and you know a win loss record right. isn't necessarily right, the whole but, story with a pitcher. But I give him a little bit of that earned run because now he's pitching in the hangar. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair in Phoenix. So that we put a poll out. I put a poll out okay. after the show yesterday, and it was more of a general thing because what their argument was, I mean, Kershaw, obviously, a generational talent, but they were saying no matter what, they would always lean toward drafting the ace first over the hitter. I even asked, like, Koufax over Mays or Gibson over Mays was my thing. Gibson over Nick Mays, Hanepa right. last night on Twitter put Koufax in there. <laughs> and so I put the thing out, would you rather, in general, get the pitcher or the hitter? And the votes came in 53% side with you and me, Jesse, with the hitter. So people, they like that everyday player. That was Nick Canepa's argument. I'd rather have the everyday guy in than the once every fifth. Now, the year Kershaw won the MVP, uh, what, three years ago or whatever it was, right. right? I remember that was the great argument. Well, he only goes once every fifth day. And the good thing is, you know, with, with some of the advanced stats we can have fun with, you use that war there. And I, now, look, I'm not a guy that thinks the war stat is an end-all, be-all. It is Thank not a you. conversation right. ender for me. But I think that's a great tool in that argument. To start. Kershaw's war that year was higher than the position players, even though he only played, as it were, once every five days. That's how much impact he had on that team. He was more valuable that year than the everyday player, Absolutely. even only playing right. once every five days. But I think that's a very, very, very rare occurrence. To bank on that year in, exactly. year out. Exactly. You can't do it's that. Tough. That's I why got, a I got position to throw player, it. that's why we're right and you're wrong. One of my favorite <laughs> moments came Nothing? up. One of, okay, okay. He's got a point to make. He's got blinders no, on no, right no, now. No. He's not even listening to me. I, I heard <laughs> you're right. You're Billy, wrong, you're, you're wrong. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah right. Uh, yesterday, one of my favorite moments from the show is that Mike goes into this thing. Well, he's pitching only every fifth day, and he tells yeah. Randy Jones, "When you were, you would have only pitched every fifth day." Oh no, no. Oh, no. and Randy folds up the fourth. Yeah, Corrected yeah, me yeah. like and that. Shuts him yes. right down. Yeah. Right. You, you can't pitch 600 innings in a season and pitch every five days. Well, if, if this draft was happening in 1975, maybe then you do take a pitcher because it's every four days, not every five. And they're going five. eight or nine innings most right. nights T if they're good. Today, I don't think I'm still taking a pitcher. I, I still. Well, you're stuck in the past. It's yeah. fine. Well, I am stuck in the past. No, I know. That's what <laughs> right. makes you you. Right. Well, you're wrong, though. Oh, oh, don't get me started. How many times did wrong. you tell me I was wrong the last two years when I sat over there? Like eight I, times I, a show. Yeah, I'm enjoying I, the opportunity I to give I it back to you. I stopped at about 400. <laughs> was there a count In scoreboard a going yeah, on? Yeah, a little yeah, like, exactly. pitch count clicker thing. Um, <laughs> when we come back, we, we caught up with Will Myers earlier today. He's been having a great week at the plate, in the field. <laughs> Named the All-Star Game Ambassador uh, as well. He's had a lot of press going his way. So By the way, did uh, you call him Mr. Ambassador? I did not. I had that conversation with him in the clubhouse. He wants to be known as Mr. Ambassador. Mr. Ambassador. It's a very formal title. 
Was I supposed to kiss a ring or something? No, I no, no. It's just okay. like you would say, you, Mr. President, Mr. Right. Ambassador, right. Mr. Secretary. Right. It's like a political office. Okay. Right. Mr. Ambassador. From now on, now, now I know. know. So now yeah. you've been disrespectful to him, too. To his face, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. Better than behind his back. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's the way I like to look at it. Yeah. Uh, so we, we have that Will Myers interview coming up right after this, so stay tuned. But before that, I want to let you know that new this year here at Petco Park, fans can purchase 50-50 raffle tickets for a chance to win 50% of the raffle jackpot at each Padres home game. The remaining 50% will support the Padres Foundation. Tickets can be purchased at various locations throughout Petco Park. Tickets are three for five dollars, ten for ten, or forty for twenty. Buy during your next trip to Petco Park for your chance to win big. We talked all-star game, home run derby, movies, defense, offense, all of it. It's Will Myers coming up right after this on Padres Social Hour. You want to talk Padres? Lucky for you, we're doing exactly that. This is Padres Social Hour from the AMR studio inside Petco Park. Welcome back to Padres Social Hour as the Padres get set for game three of their four-game series against the Washington Nationals. And joining me now, a man who's doing pretty well for himself so far this season, it's Will Myers. What's up, man? Uh, how are you doing? Thanks for having me. Uh, thanks for taking the time coming on. You yeah, are no problem. You're now the uh, the official on the Cholula hot seat. You're now the official MLB <laughs> All-Star Game ambassador. Yeah, how about that? Congratulations on that. Thank you, thank you. That just means when it's All-Star Week, everybody parties at your house, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, everybody can come over if they want. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good deal. I mean, do you feel like uh, with your performance and the way that you've been embracing this city, this is kind of like your town now? Because that's basically uh, what that job is. No, no, not at all. I don't, I don't feel like it's my town at all. You know, but it's a, it's a huge honor just to be a part of this, and, uh, you know, I'm very – very excited about it. I don't have the schedule yet for, for the events I'm going to be attending, but uh, I know I'm going to be interacting with a lot of fans, and I'm very excited about that. Fans here have been loving you this season. Your performance, I'm sure, has a lot to do with that, but what's it been like finally getting to be healthy and play every day <laughs> and have a whole season and get with the fans the way you've been? Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's to. definitely been a while. You know, I've uh, been hurt, obviously, the last two years, but uh, just to be able to be healthy right here, right now, uh, is a big thing, and, uh, you know, I'm enjoying it this year. I'm enjoying playing here in San Diego healthy again, and, uh you know, it's been a lot of fun here, man. The city's really uh, been been good to me, and um, hopefully I can just can continue it. It's all you were telling us from spring training on, just let me be healthy. Just wait till you see what I can do when I'm healthy. How much do you want to just yell, you know, told you so to uh, <laughs> Well, you know, it's, it's definitely not over. I mean, you know, I still got over half the season to play. So, uh, you know, there's a lot that, that can go on. You know, I can play better. I can play worse. You know, uh, the, the biggest thing right now is just uh, continuing that grind and, uh, you know, going out there every day and just having good at-bats. Now, we've been picking up on some things you have been working on with Alan Zinter, with Andy Green at the plate, and you hear it here and here and th hear it there, but give us a little recap of all the stuff you've been working on to really get yourself to the next level this year. Uh, I've been really working on a, a little bit of a leg kick. Uh, it really helps my timing. I know in, in May, I, I struggled in May, and a, a lot of it had to do with my timing. It wasn't anything with my swing. It wasn't anything with uh, a mental aspect. It was all just timing. I was late on some things. I was sliding to the ball. And uh, this leg kick really helps me stay behind the ball better. And, uh, you know, I, I've enjoyed it so far. It, it's, it's really working right now. <laughs> uh, it has been. I mean, already a career high in home runs, and that has a lot to do with the amount of games you've been able to play. Sure. But the RBIs, the runs, everything. Even your stolen bases, your defense. I mean, we've argued about this for all week now in terms of the All-Star Game stuff and how uh, – 
if not for the voting, I think you'd be up there for maybe starting at first base up there with a Rizzo and a Goldschmidt. Do you pay any attention to what the other guys are doing or the votes? Oh uh, yeah, I mean you know I see that. It's not like it's it's hidden from me. I mean I see it all the time. But uh, you know that that's not what it's about for me. You know to to me I feel like I've played at the All Star caliber that I want to play at. You know for me it's it's all about being healthy and just getting those at bats. Yeah, All Star game would be great, and uh, you know I'd be very ecstatic if I made that. But uh, for me I'm very happy with where I'm at right now. I make the team whatever. If not, I, I'm happy that I'm healthy and just playing every day. And that's the most important thing for me. If he wants thumb for himself, I will vote for this man. <laughs> You've got some work to do, people. Uh, you did. I have also said this week that you would do the home run derby for sure if you were asked. Yeah, to do absolutely. That. You know, that's a, that's been a something I thought about. You know, since I was in high school, you know, being able to be in the big league home run derby, it's uh, the biggest stage uh, to hit home runs. So if if I was uh, picked for that, I would for sure do it, and I'd be very excited about it. It's a great ballpark for a home run derby. Lots of target areas Lots of targets, you can hit. Yeah, you can see what the ball you, fly. What yeah. would you be uh, shooting for in particular if you were in the box? I'd be just trying to hit it out of the park. I wouldn't be aiming for anything. I'd try to swing as hard as I can. But, I, you know, I would like to see somebody hit the scoreboard here. I'd like to see if somebody could go over the Western Metal Building. I think uh, with the guys uh, in the league, you know, with the amount of pop that they have, I think we could see that here. Do you like the way they did it last year with the bracket and the timed round? I did How like that. Yeah. I, I think that was really cool. Uh, I think Major League Baseball did a good job with, with the new uh, home run derby. And, uh, you know, if it, it's the same. Is it the same this year? For the best of my knowledge, yeah. Yeah, if it's the same this year, I, I think, uh, you know, everybody will enjoy that more. I think that's cooler than getting 10 outs and doing all that other stuff, the money ball or whatever. But uh, I did like what we did last year or what they did last year. I think it's a, a cool thing, and I hope they continue to do it. It's fun. And as someone who knows and likes college basketball like we both do, anything <laughs> in a bracket is just always yeah, better. Yeah, yeah, brackets are always me. cooler. Yeah, yeah so it, much it is fun. pretty cool. Uh, let's talk about that defense. Uh, Andy Green talking a couple days ago how you're still – you're making the great and the, the highlight real plays, but you're also progressing in some of the little fundamental stuff. What's the progress in your <coughs> mind on D? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I've worked really hard with Eddie Rodriguez and uh, Glenn Hoffman. They've uh, they've been there every day for me. Anytime I need any work, anytime they see something, we go out there and work on it. Uh, so I credit a lot of that to them. Uh, I think they've done a great job with me so far. Um, but the, the biggest thing I, I think uh, for me playing first base is I really enjoy it. I'm Like, I really enjoy playing first base. I, I look forward to working there. Uh, and I really think that that credits a lot to, to this success. You're definitely kind of a new breed of first baseman because it's not the old, you know, Frank Thomas, Albert Pujol style. I mean, you're athletic. You right. can play all around the field. Do you think maybe that's the <laughs> evolution of first base? Maybe. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen in, in the future with first base. But, uh, you know, I grew up playing shortstop. Uh, so, I, you know, I have the hands to play there. So, uh, but, yeah, I, I enjoy it. Like I said, it's a, it's a fun position. I, I don't want to work anywhere else but first base. I don't want to, you know, go take ground balls at third base or take fly balls in left field. I want to really work on my craft at first base. I saw you messing around at shortstop a little bit yesterday, but uh, you had your mid on, so I knew yeah, it wasn't no, too I serious. Well, I had my first base. I, right. I take ground balls at shortstop sometimes because at first base you can wait back on balls because you don't have to throw. So I like to take ground balls at short and throw to first base just so I can get through the ball a little bit better. Nice. I like it. Uh, obviously, you've been having a great individual year the team though the win-loss record is not what you guys want it to be what's the mood like in the clubhouse as you guys go through some struggles yeah I mean you know you go through ups and downs all year um you know winning and losing and all that stuff you know the, the thing about it is you can't let those the the results really play a factor you know everybody's got to go out there individually and play their own game be selfish and what they want to do with the team uh, and you know it, it hasn't worked out the way we've wanted this year but um you know there's a game every and the next day every day so you got to go out there come to the clubhouse every day ready to play 
I just have one favor to ask. I know you have a game tonight first, but I've said on the show I'm not shaving until you guys win on a Sunday. You <laughs> haven't done that this year. So if it's three home runs tomorrow, whatever it takes from you. Just whatever it takes. This is starting to itch. So I need, <laughs> yeah, got to get that Sunday out. win. Yeah, yeah, exactly. no, I hear you. Uh, no, we want to see more wins in general, and hopefully you guys, the process uh, hopefully starts resulting in some better results as well. Uh, last thing for you, uh, we've been talking movies, you and I, yeah. uh, for the summer. You've been able to catch up on X-Men or any of the other Superman I've not seen X-Men. Yeah. I've seen uh, Captain America 3. Um, did not live up to the hype like I thought you it was. You were not it's a good fan. Good movie. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was a good movie, but uh, I wasn't as big of a fan as I thought I'd be. What are you, a Suicide Squad? You excited I'm to see that? Yeah, I'm excited to see that. I'm excited to see X-Men. Um, and, you know, I know Marvel's got some more movies coming out, so I'm excited to see those. Awesome, man. Well, hopefully the performance on the field continues and the, the satisfaction at the box office for you <laughs> continues, <laughs> yeah. too. Thank Will you. Myers, thanks a lot, man. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me. All right, that is Will Myers in the Cholula Hot Seat. Uncapped real flavor with Cholula Hot Sauce, the hot sauce with the iconic wooden cap, and the official hot sauce of the San Diego Padres. We're going to keep things rolling along. This is Padres Social Hour. From analysis of what's happening on the field with your Padres to insights on everything MLB, we've got it right here. This is Padres Social Hour. Our thanks to Will Myers for swinging by before the show today and stopping by the AMR studio to chat. And we're back here at the studio, and we actually have uh, Steve Knott brought the whole family down. We've had Steve uh, through Twitter before, and they came. It's his daughter's birthday today. She's the biggest Will Myers fan in the world. And you guys just missed him by like three minutes, right? Uh, we were devastated. She was devastated. We were sorry that we couldn't make her birthday dream come true. Well, you didn't know that beforehand. I knew, well, I knew Steve and the family were coming, coming. And we knew Will Myers would probably be on the show today. We were thinking live. That was our initial thing. But then he had to only be able to sneak it in here, as the player schedules do. Sometimes they change very fluidly. So you say yes when you can. And, yeah, that was not on purpose that we shuttled him out of here before the fans could show up. I would never do that. But still, just a, an unfortunate timing. But okay. we thank Will for, uh, for jumping in. Um, we were talking about this yesterday, Jesse. I'm curious, as we're talking about Will Myers while he's still on the brain, uh, everyone talking about he's through team control through 2019, that small section of fans saying, hey, deal even him now, get what you can back. We were talking yesterday, Randy and Bill agree, maybe by the end of the season, talk to him now about locking up long-term, getting a contract extension. What's your thoughts on, on maybe pursuing those talks with him this year? Yeah, I'd have no problem with that. I mean, when it comes to Will Myers, I, I don't know that there's anything not to like. You know, I mean, the, the health was always the question. Uh, last year, that was an issue, but so far, so good this year. If they are satisfied at the end of this season, and really there's no rush, right? If right. they're satisfied by the end of the season, that yeah, all the risk stuff is behind him. We don't have to worry about that anymore. Yeah, man, sign me up. Uh, again, it's easy when it isn't your money. Uh, it's Ron Fowler's money. It's Peter Seidler's money. It ain't my money. So, yeah, sign them all up. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I got no problem with it. Plus, I think this is – but I, I really like the idea of trying to wrap him up because in a rebuilding mode – you want a couple guys that are going to be the level from what th- that you're trying sure. to reach. It's and what the word cornerstone comes from. When right. you build a house, you're exactly. building, you need and, a cornerstone. And, and he is that kind of a person. He's that kind of a player. And I think that if – I think if you do that, you're telling the public, the fans, this is what we want to be. We want to raise this ball club to the level to match this player. 
Yeah, and uh, I give him credit, too, when talking about his health. He says, well, we still got a long way to go. He knows yeah. it is a long right. season, so at oh least yeah. he's realistic there, too. Um, we were talking about, speaking of deals, maybe signing John Jay uh, longer term. So uh, Agent Ace here uh, tweeting in, what kind of deal do you give Jay, a 31-year-old center fielder? If you do extend him and if he hits at a high level, how do you not look to trade him? No, because, I, okay, it's just not statistics. And I'm happy that he's doing well. And that makes him even more valuable to me. But I want, okay, you need somebody on the field, the level that you're going to show. You need somebody in the clubhouse who is going to be able to bring everybody together, teach them how to play the game, teach them how to be a major leaguer on the road, teach them a number of things, and Jay is perfect for that. So you still, that's, that's the counter argument. It's more than just what you see right. on the ledger. It's just not war. It's just not statistics. You've got to have somebody... Like we talked a couple days ago about when they used to have Doug Brokale in a very young bullpen, and they call, and and he everybody learned from him and got better quicker because they learned from this guy who had been around for 15 years. It, it goes back to to something else too, and he says, "How do you not trade him?" Again, it's what is being said on the other end of the phone. And if the offers aren't up to the value that the Padres have assigned right. on John Jay or anybody else, like this isn't about a specific guy as far as I'm concerned. This is a philosophy that is very clearly a big deal to A.J. Preller. Again, go back to last year's trade deadline. They weren't going to make moves just for the sake of right, making, making moves. moves. Now, is the team in a different place right now than they were last July? Absolutely. There's no question. You know, things are heading in a different way for sure. But still, I think that's AJ. He's not going to make the move just because people think he should or because it's sort of the textbook thing to do. So you listen to what's being said on the other end of the phone and you make the decision based upon that. Yeah, uh, we also uh, have a tweet coming in here. This one, though, not a question, more a discovery before we head to break. This is uh, James Clark at the East Village Times. Uh, he, he found it, Bill. Oh, he found your mustache yeah. photo. Hey, there it is. No, I will tell you one thing. Your hair was long. <laughs> You're right. right. Well, no, you haven't aged a bit since 1979. <laughs> the, the shade of my mustache was exactly the shade of my, uh, which sort of, I mean, I've always been, my hair's always been this color. And um, so, yeah, black, no. No, it wasn't uh, right, well, the old Humphrey Bogart one. No. look. Yeah. yeah, so we'll have to find that. But uh, <laughs> a nice artist's rendering. I think that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah not you bad. You see like a, like a stadium being drawn right. before it exists. I think this is, that's pretty spot Tell on what we can expect. Me, or like, you know, with that most wanted list, when it's been a few exactly. years, they sort of say this is <laughs> yes. what he probably looks like now. Yeah, age progression. No, it's James, a, it's James a when you see me, turn and run. James from the East Village Times, they also had a question. Does baby Agler have a glove yet? Oh, uh, he's got everything, man. He's loaded up. He's got he's got so much baseball gear. He doesn't know what to do with it. Literally, he has Ready no idea go. what to yeah. do with it. Yeah. Uh, between you and Baby Grace, second baseman and shortstop, maybe up the middle double play combination. Uh, of I was the always future. a speed guy, so like maybe more of an outfielder. Okay. You know, for my, if he if he takes after pops, yeah. All Not right. a lot of bat. Not a lot of no. hits in there. You already cover some ground. Already a 70-grade speed yeah. uh, oh, co coming out of the crib. Yeah. I like it. Um, right, we're going to come back and get to today's lineup. Uh, keep the tweets coming in, and we still love to hear from you guys at hashtag PadresSH. But before we do get to tonight's lineup, a reminder that tomorrow, Domingo's Padres, presented by T-Mobile, returns before the Padres take on the Nationals at 140. Discover Baja and sample eats inspired from Ensenada, Tijuana, Rosarito, and more. Check out the live entertainment, and don't miss the family-friendly Kids Fest activities. Get tickets at Padres.com slash 
Domingo's Padres. It is a lovely Saturday night here in San Diego, and we'll talk about the lineup the Padres will trot out when we come back after this. You're watching Padres Social Hour. We're talking Padres all season long. This is Padres Social Hour, coming to you from the AMR studio inside the team store. Welcome back to Padres Social Hour. Thanks for joining us and making us part of your Saturday night. We'll get to tonight's lineup here for the Padres in just a sec, but first a couple more tweets that have come in at hashtag PadresSH. Uh, Anna, whose handle is not actually Anna, so I don't know what to think, uh, says, for once I get to watch Padres Social Hour. Well, thanks, Anna, and thanks for chiming in. Anna, uh, that's uh, one of those, it's the right. same front and back. <coughs> like palindrome. Palindrome, like race car. Yes. That's my favorite one of those. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> Learn something Sweet. new every day. Five That's search four line. years of the University of Miami right you there. You got it right That's there, man. Kane's education. Uh, this uh, question that we can actually answer, we got an update today uh, from Padres fan page, Johnny324. When do you think Corey Spangenberg will come back? Andy Green with an update right. on that today. Andy Green said not until after the All-Star break that he's still not running. He's making progress. I, I mean, we've heard this for a long time, but he's still not running, and now they're saying it won't be until after the All-Star break. All right, so there you go. Uh, we'll get to tonight's lineup right now, presented by United Airlines, proud partner of the San Diego Padres. And leading off, it's John Jay in center field with Will Myers behind him at first base, Matt Kemp in right, Brett Wallace at third. Then it's Melvin Upton Jr. playing left and batting fifth with Ryan Schimpf at second base, Derek Norris catching, Alexei Ramirez at shortstop, Colin Ray pitching, Young Harris Solarte not in the lineup, Andy Green also saying doesn't look 100% coming back from that thumb. He's he not doesn't. happy with he, Solarte. I don't like his swing wise. right now at all. Yeah. Well, he'll be on the bench wow. for that reason. Well, he doesn't like yours either. No, but I mean, right <laughs> now, it looks like he's favoring that thumb. Yes. I mean, subconsciously, he, he doesn't have the swing that he had when he, was, when he was not hurt. It looks like he's favoring that thumb, and so... Which is a shame, because when he came back from the right. DL, he was a spark plug. He was right. the bat. We thought this was finally going to gel the lineup yeah. together, and that's, I mean, well, it's, uh, so injuries. So it's best right they now suck. just to keep him. You're not going to DL him, but you might give him two or three days just to get that thumb so it's not bothering him at all. It's also the lefty-righty thing. It obviously is right. bothering him much more batting left-handed. He got a right-handed starter right. tonight. There yeah. you go. With yeah. an off day Monday, too, maybe a chance yeah. to give him a little bit of a break. Before we get to the uh, Supercuts head-to-head challenge, oh boy. Uh, before we get there, uh, Max Scherzer, Guy knows how to strike some people out. He's got the second most Ks in the bigs, fourth best K percentage. And uh, the Padres, oh, by the way, have the third most strikeouts offensively in the bigs and the lowest batting average against right-handed starters. What's the over-under on strikeouts for Padres bats tonight, or for Scherzer tonight? I got 14. Under. You're, you're going under? Yeah. Okay. I mean, look, to, to me, that's not going to be the difference in the game tonight. No. Right? Like, it, it's great for him. It can be frustrating. If they're situationally bad, that's a big deal. But the sheer volume of strikeouts right. for no. Max Scherzer tonight is, like, not in the top five things, I think, from a Padre perspective that matters. Really? Now, if it's bases right. loaded one out or bases loaded nobody out and he strikes out three guys, that's relevant. But, like, the actual number at the end of the day is not the story. It's, it's how he's pitching. Does he leave some balls over the plate as he has this year and given up and, home and runs? he does give up the long ball. He's given up more than anybody else. Right. And, and do the Padres take advantage of that? Um, it, it, sheer strikeout number is not like the whole thing. He's going to get his strikeouts. He he's will. going to get his strikeouts. Uh, what can the Padres do, you know, wh when he makes those mistakes? <sighs> 
we're going to come back tomorrow. If he has one of those 20K nights, it might be a very well, okay, yeah. different story. If he story. goes out yeah. and does something historic, yeah. then yeah, it's a story. So but like, Bill puts it at 14. Jesse takes the under. under. Yeah. We'll see what the Padres can do. Now let's get to the Supercuts head-to-head challenge. Okay. This is what I mentioned. A oh, chance yeah. to do something that has not been done Drum in roll. over two months. Yeah. So Bill got a point yesterday. He won. He beat Blooper. That's now two in a row for the couch. The couch has not won three in a row since games two, three, and four wow. of this game this season. We started two weeks late. Oh, okay. So April 16th That's to the 18th. a little bit of a weak stat there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's been two months since a three-game winning streak for the pressure. couch. A lot of pressure. Also, Jesse has not gotten one right yet this year. What am I, 0 for 4? 0 and 4. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the worst record it's against Blooper It's one game's worth of bats. I'm not worried about it, Blooper. The good news for you, Everybody Jesse. Everybody goes 0 for 4 every once in a while. You get the first pick tonight, not so this me. is your chance to go 1 for 5. Uh, let's go Will Myers. Uh, obviously, uh, hasn't faced Scherzer much, uh, but 2 for 3 against Max Scherzer, and uh, the only guy on this Padre roster who has homered against him. So uh, he's going well. He was on the show. Karma, uh, it's an easy choice tonight. Will Myers. I'm I not like it. not going to get cute with it. Blooper, who you got? John Jay, because he did good yesterday. He went he, three for five because yesterday. Because he did good yesterday. He beautifully said, as always. He's the one I who try. got filled the points, and in Blooper's uh, lovely, eloquent, verbose English. Yeah. Blooper, Blooper he's worth had pick the again first tonight. pick, and he took Will Myers, and I... Oh, so I we're flip-flopping today. Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh. We alternate every day. So it's your pick today. And right. you got Myers. And Blooper's got John Jay. We'll see who ends up on top and if the couch can get Three that P. elusive third straight win. At Supercuts, they pay attention to every detail. The cut, the lines, the hot towel finish. So you can feel sharp, clean, and ready to go. Find a Supercuts near you at Supercuts.com. We're back to put the finishing touches on this episode of Padre Social Hour. Get ready for every Padres game with us. Coming to you from inside the team store at Petco Park, this is Padres Social Hour. Tomorrow we're back on at noon. We're going to talk about, I teased it earlier, the face of baseball, that discussion we didn't have time for today. We're also going to have Bob Scanlon and Brady Phelps on and calling in for Father's Day, Mr. Blooper. Nice. That's dad's calling in. So any questions you want to know, embarrassing stories about his childhood, send them to us at hashtag Padres. It'd be nice to submit one right. just you guys can on the submit air. Right. Yes. We just ask him if he's disappointed. <laughs> 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 All right. That is evil. There you go. <laughs> I was just going to ask if the rumor was true that he wasn't potty trained until he was like six years old. I will add because both I of those to the list. Because I heard that when his mom was visiting recently. <laughs> right. She was telling but I want to know if that's true or not. I'll add both to the list. Uh, Rocking the door now though. that you can get here at the park tonight if you come down. Uh, also, Blooper, he, he shot himself in the foot today. He just tweeted this. It's the one-year anniversary of this poem he wrote to Taylor Swift yeah. on Twitter. Yeah. Roses are red, violets are blue. I'm going to be on Social Hour August 29th. You totally should be too. Did not work. Yeah. She knew she was trouble when he walked in. Never yeah. answered. Yeah. She, did, she didn't uh, turn it into a song. No, uh, still time for that. Uh, still follows hey. me around every day. Yeah. Senior good consulting luck. producer. Yeah, look at that credit. <laughs> That's funny. Looking good on your resume, Jess. Yeah. We're back again tomorrow at noon with Scanlon and Phelps. But thanks to Agler and Center and YouTube Looper. And thanks, everyone, for watching. And those of you here in person, love you.